church, praise the Lord. Yes, greet your neighbor, say good morning. Greet your neighbor, say good morning. Yes, viewers all over the world, we greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we greet you good morning in Jesus' name. Yes, anywhere you are watching us, we believe that distance is not a barrier. And you know the Bible says that the steadfast love of our Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Say they are new every morning. Yes, once again I greet you all. Good morning in Jesus' name. Let us be seated in the presence of God. Yes, once again, good morning to you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, viewers all over the world, we want to assure you by the grace of God that you are not excluded in what God is about to do for people today. So rejoice. Hallelujah. Let us put our hands together for wonderful Jesus. Yes, my name is Yinka. And by the special grace of God, I am an evangelist in training. Under my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua. And you know, I'm so grateful, I'm so thankful for him giving me this wonderful grace to share with you the message of salvation. And I so much believe as we go into this message today, you will be blessed in a special way in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes in life, we find ourselves and we keep asking our, ourselves a question, what is happening around us? Sometimes we find ourselves wondering about what is happening around us. Listening to others' testimonies. I mean, seeing others smiling, laughing. But we wonder what is happening to us. We wonder what is happening to us. Why the same thing is not happening to me. The Bible says that blind Bartimaeus also found himself in that situation. Blind Bartimaeus also found himself in that situation. The Bible says he heard the shuffle of sanders. The sound of camels, the conversation of people, everyone moving. 
while he sat still. In Mark 10 verse 46, the Bible says, Blind Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus Christ, and the son stood still. Now, may your crying out to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ stop him in front of you today. May your crying out to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ stop him in front of you today. Because what is good for blind Bartimaeus is also good for you. And I believe by the special grace of God, we will receive the same grace in Jesus' name. If you believe that, put your hands together for our Lord Jesus. If we believe that our Lord Jesus Christ is our Lord and our Savior, the Bible says a new body, a new soul, a new spirit awaits us one day. We are here today because we do not know how to satisfy the needs of our lives. But Jesus knows, and that is why we are here today. God, as part of his sovereign plan, brought us to grace by faith. This is known as sanctification, without which no one can see God. Therefore, brethren, we are advised to guide ourselves against turning back from the grace of God. You are advised, brethren, today to guide yourself against turning back from the grace of God. Whatever situations that you may be facing, do not build your future around your past. Tell your neighbor, do not build your future around your past. If you do, you will stumble in your walking with the Lord. In Luke 5, the Bible says, Peter sat hopelessly by the seaside after having toyed all night and catch nothing. Instead of looking forward to the one who had conquered his past, the Bible says he was busy confessing his failure, his disappointment, but the moment he realized that Jesus Christ is the Lord of the seas and everything therein, the Bible says he simply obeyed Jesus' instruction and let down his net for a catch. And the Lord supplied the harvest. Let someone say the Lord supplied the harvest. The Lord supplied the harvest. The Bible says they caught a great multitude of fish that their nets began to break. 
by this miracle. By this miracle, Christ intended to give an example to all his witnesses, to all his believers, to all his followers, that though they may toward and catch nothing, but you shall not be faint in your faith. By this example, our Lord Jesus Christ intended to give this wonderful illustration to every one of us. That though you may toil and catch nothing, you should not be faint in your faith. Unpleasant situation that you are going through right now. If the Lord opened the eyes of your faith, brethren, you will see the value in your trials. If the eyes of your faith are open. If the eyes of your faith is open, you will see value in your trials. You will see the value in your trial. Because unpleasant situations are weapons that God is using to preserve you for a new level in life. You know your situation. That unpleasant situation are weapons that God is using to preserve you for a new level in life. So as Christian, no matter level you find yourself, always remember that the best is yet to come. And this will bring me to the title of my message to you this morning. Jesus holds our future. Tell your neighbor, Jesus holds our future. Jesus holds our future. Yes, turn your Bible with me to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews in the New Testament after the book of Philemon. The book of Hebrews chapter 4. Are you there? And I'm going to take my reading from verse 14 because of time. I'm taking my reading from verse 14. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let him hold firmly to the faith we profess. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest 
who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, yet, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the governor of our future. A good future has been made available to you. All you have to do is to have a look of faith to our Lord Jesus Christ by looking at his word. When you make Jesus Christ the CEO, the boss, the director of all you do, the Bible says that we will be connected to the one who made us. When you make Jesus Christ the CEO, the boss, the director of all you do, you will be connected to the one who made you. And when you are connected to the one who made you, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil because he is with you. When you read your Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you will agree with me that those whom God designs to admit to the most intimate acquaintance with him, he first makes sensible that they deserve to be set at a great distance from him. Those whom God designs to admit to the most intimate acquaintance with him, the Bible says it first makes sensible that they deserve to be set at a great distance from him. And in order for him, I mean in order to make them what he wants them to achieve in his master plan. He himself determines their course in life. It therefore implies that God chooses what we go through as a Christian. But you know, we choose how we go through it. It therefore implies that God chooses what we go through as Christians. 
But we choose how we go through it. No matter the situation you may be, are you sick? Are you poor? Are you lonely or rejected? If God has allowed this, you must not think it's strange and doubt your guide. You ask Abraham in the book of Genesis 22, and he will tell you that it honors God to believe him, even while every sense contradicts him. You ask Job, and he will tell you that the affliction of the saints promotes their fruitfulness. You ask Daniel in the book of Daniel 6, and he will tell you that a life without faith is alive without God. The Bible says that Christ's works of wonders are works of grace. And they always command our faith in his doctrine. Whatever situation you may be facing, Whatever unpleasant circumstances that you may be going through right now. Continue to trust God is the only way to get ready for the things we are not ready for. I believe I'm speaking to men and women of faith viewers all over the world continue to trust God is the only way to be ready for the things we are not ready for I mean if your decision to serve the Lord is born of faith if your decision to serve the Lord is born of trust If your decision to serve the Lord is born of commitments, you will surely overcome. You will surely overcome. Because the Bible says we overcome by faith. Jesus Christ, the Bible says, Jesus Christ is able and is willing Jesus Christ is able to guarantee your future and is willing to provide security for your future. When our faith is tested, our endurance has a chance to grow. Ask Naaman in the book of 2 Kings chapter 5, and he will tell you that God's blessings demand for obedience. We all know the story of Naaman. Ask Naaman and he will tell you that God's blessings demands for obedience. God's blessings demand for faith. 
for perseverance, for endurance. It is true that we have the promise of God, but we lack faith. We lack endurance. We lack perseverance. We lack patience. We lack endurance to see the promise fulfilled. It's true we have the promise of God. But we lack faith. We lack endurance to see the promise fulfilled. At this point, I want to use, I mean, I want to give an example of two people. I want to give an example of two people who found themselves in similar situation, but reacted differently. I want to make a very good example of two people who found themselves in similar situation but reacted differently. So at this point in time, I want two volunteers. Maybe a man and a woman. Thank you very much. Thank you. You can just come here, sir. Thank you, ma. Okay. So you can just stand here. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Now, we have two people here with the same situation, but they are going to react to this situation differently. Now, I'm sorry. I'm going to use you first. You are going to act negatively. I'm very sorry about that. You are going to act negatively to situation. And I want to sound like, oh God, why me of this problem? After all, I pay huge tithes. I go to church every day. I serve you with all my heart. Why do you allow this trouble to happen to me? That's how you're going to sound, you know? And my sister, I'm not trying to be partial, but that's how God wants it. So you are going to act positively. And you're going to sound like, oh, Father, I thank you. Remember, you are going through the same situation. So you're going to sound like, God, I thank you. I bless you. You are faithful, God. You know, thank God for everything. Not even cursing God for any reason. Thank you. Now, let's see the first action here. You're going to fall under self-pity, you know. You know, when you have situation, you, you can cry. You see a lot of things that is not, you know, supposed to be heard from a Christian. Now, let's start. You know, I don't know why am I going through this. You know, I don't know why am I going through this. Why am I, why am I poor? Why am I sick? Why me, Lord? I mean, what, what, what have I done to God? I'm tithing. I'm going to church every day. Uh, every day, every Sunday I'm in church. But why am I going through it? Why me, God? Now you've seen the way our brother reacted negatively to the situation. Now let's look at the opposite of his reaction. But remember, the same situation. Oh God, my God. I am grateful for what you have done for me. I am grateful for the house that you have given me. I am grateful for the peace that I have. No, I want you to be grateful 
for that bad situation. I know you only thank God for the good things he has done. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, know, you know, we are so good in thanking God for the immediate blessing we receive. But I'm talking about trying to be good, thankful to God, even in your bad situation. Now, let me see your action. Okay. I thank you, Lord. Because I know that even if I don't have food on the table, I know that you are my God. You are my supplier. You are going to fulfill this need. In Jesus' name, as you did it in the past, I know that you are the Lord who are faithful and grateful. Hallelujah. Let us put our hands together for both of them. Yes, thank you very much. You can just take your fruit and go back to your seat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, sir, you can just come back because you have really blessed us this morning. We, at least we understand the message more. Thank you very much. Let us put our hands together once again for them. Yes. You know, you can see two people that found themselves, I mean, that found themselves in the same situation, but they reacted differently. In whichever way you reacted to your situation matters so much. I don't know the way you've been reacting to your situation, but Jesus knows. In whichever way that you have been reacting so far towards your situation matters so much. When you look at your situation on the outside, it brings worries. It brings fear, anxiety, discouragement. But the Bible says a look of faith brings improvements. A look of faith brings improvements. You know, Satan always wants us to cause God under our situations. That is why Satan uses our situation as a bait to trap us to eternal ruin. Satan usually uses our situation to distract us from walking with the Lord. But the Bible warns us in the book of Matthew 6, when you read from verse 25, the Bible warns us that we must be careful about worrying about our situations. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew warns us that we must be careful when we worry about our situation. Now, let's turn our Bible to the book of Matthew 6. Are you there? The book of Matthew 6. And let us take our reading from verse 31. Do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? 
For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow we worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of his own. Each day has enough trouble of his own. When you worry about your situation, you cripple your ability to think. You cripple your ability to talk. You cripple your ability to act and exercise faith in the present. Because faith acts now. It believes now and receives now. If you are thinking about how am I going to be healed? Well, how am I going to be blessed? You worry about how am I going to be delivered? You are putting yourself in the position of God. You are putting yourself in the position of God. Because God owns our future. God lives in our future. God lives nests, but we live now. God, the giver of your blessings. God lives nests, but you live now. Tell your neighbor, God lives nests. God lives nests, but I live now. In times of waiting, Satan wants you to doubt the fulfillment of God's promises for your life. Satan wants you to doubt the fulfillment of God's promises for your life. I mean, in times of waiting upon the Lord are designed to be those times when our faith is stretched and our intimacy with him is enhanced. I mean, in times of waiting upon the Lord are designed to be those times when our faith is stretched and our intimacy with him is enhanced. In such times, brethren, the best remedy for your anxiety is to cast your burden upon the Lord. At that time, 
The best remedy is to cast your body, to cast all your burden, your cares, your worries, your anxiety upon the Lord. Believing is divine will to calm your spirits. Believing that is divine will to calm your spirits. So what is your situation? I don't know your situation, but I believe that Jesus knows your situation. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the answer to all fundamental issues of life. So why don't you trust him and let him prove himself? After all, he's the governor of your future. Why don't you trust God, brethren, and let him prove himself? The Bible says he is the governor of our future. Whatever situation you may be in is to cause you to look deep enough. The situation you are in is to cause you to look deep enough to exploit possible means. Pray and dream of other ways that you might have ignored. As Christian, when things tend to go contrary to your expectation, your dream is your goal, your guide, your protector, your provider, your road map. Because your dream will always impart strength. Our dream will always impart a strength to endure the challenges that comes before us. As we struggle to overcome our trouble, brethren in the Lord, remember you are making history and you are fulfilling your destiny thereby. As you struggle to overcome your trouble, the Bible says we are making history. You are making history, fulfilling your destiny thereby. Because the Bible says that each day has its own destiny. You know, yesterday was history. You agree with me? That yesterday is history. Today is opportunity. Why tomorrow is mystery? It is what we do today that becomes history hereafter and prepares us for the mystery of the next day. It is what we do today that becomes history. And prepares us 
for the mystery of the next day. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, thank you, Jesus. And face tomorrow. Hallelujah. Let us be seated. Finally, brethren, let us turn our Bible to the book of John. The book of John, chapter 6. Are you there? Now, the book of John, chapter 6, we take our reading from verse 35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. 
And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. Verse 40. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ going in his understanding for the salvation of mankind, the Bible says was, is, and it will be wonder of all his disciples. Whatever situation you may be facing, it honors God to believe him. Even while every sense is contradicting. Even when what you are asking for is not forthcoming. The Bible says, believe him. Though there may be some factors, I mean issues, that will challenge our faith. As Christian, this serves as a useful purpose to reform us, to strengthen our character, I mean to prepare us for the eternal glory that lies ahead of us. So stop comparing yourself to others. measuring yourself, brethren, by yourself. Because the way a man of God executes his plans in our lives differs. The way a man of God executes his plans in the life of a believer differs. Whatever situation you may be facing, are you sick? Are you in need of financial breakthrough? If God allows it as Christian, you must not think it strange and doubt your guide. And just as my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua says, and I quote, he says that though there may be many instances of failure, in the faith of true believers, it is certain that there shall not be a total or complete failure of their faith. Though there may be many instances of failure in the faith of a true believer, a true believers, it is certain that there shall not be a total or final failure of their faith. Because faith is your root to God. Tell your neighbor, faith is my root to God. That seed faith 
remains in you no matter the difficulties no matter the challenges because that situation is meant to mature us not to destroy us therefore i urge you that your hard times should not stop you but encourage you to exercise faith as christian no matter how big or how mighty is your challenge do not allow your hard time to stop you but rather your hard times must encourage you to exercise faith as christian i mean weeping must not hinder your sowing and worshiping don't because of your situation cut off your dependence on god don't because of your situation cut off your duty to god don't because of your situation cut off your communion with god I repeat don't because of your trouble cut off your duty to god don't because of your challenges cut off your communion with god if you have faith you can always count on god's word being good you know god's word cannot fail without god failing may the lord bless his world in the midst of our hearts in jesus name good morning